0: Welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy,
1: and I'm Taylor Smurl.
2: Well, Riley, well, this no, this is our next to last show. No, yeah. Ever? before what? no, before you <laughs> ever no, before <laughs> surprise. You all need to tell me these things. <laughs> I, I realized I should have trailed off at that point in the sentence. Before you finish college is what yes. I was going to say. Yeah, oh, not our last okay. show. Yeah. Next to last. One more after this one, I'll finish college. Yeah, but when it comes out, you'll have finished college, I think. Um, like the next one. That's possible. It just depends. We gotta see if you pass.
0: <laughs> if I know oh, when, the, the when the episode goes <laughs> up.
2: <laughs> out of the wire. She's. It's like there's gonna be like a montage of Riley studying for the next week to try to pass that big final exam, so that Teach will let Letter graduate.
0: <laughs> Listen. It is, actually. All of my—I don't know why professors do this. It's called dead week, which is supposed to mean you don't do anything, you don't go to class, nothing is due, you just study all week, because it's the week before finals week. All of my stuff is due by the end of this week, so all I've been doing is working nonstop all night every night for this entire week. But then I'm done by Sunday with every class except for one, which the final is not until Friday, the very last final time available, And it is just my Spanish final. Um, Mm. It is an online Spanish class. So it has been very difficult to learn Spanish online this semester, especially because I didn't take the last one. uh, Or I did take the last one two and a half years ago. So,
2: yeah, it's much easier when you get to speak a language with people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I went the entire pandemic without taking, you know, a foreign language class. So then it was like, hey, welcome back. It's your last semester of college. Remember that bit of Spanish you learned before the pandemic happened? Time to use that.
2: My brain doesn't have that anymore. I went to a um, ceremony yesterday to thank healthcare workers. Well, not just healthcare work. anybody who worked with the health department to fight COVID in our community.
0: Mm-hmm. That's at my
2: school ceremony. Yes, was at my school. Yes, in yes. the Don Morris room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were there. Was, where everything is. There were snacks from Sodexo. Sodexo. <laughs> Sodexo snacks. <laughs> Cookies, the cookies and brownies, brownies, Sodexo brownies that you love. love. I should have brownies. stolen you some. Um, but they gave us a coin, a commemorative coin for like COVID. Mm-hmm. For, well, for helping. Like for it, COVID. I, it's a lovely, <laughs> it, it is a lovely coin to thank us for all the hard work we did fighting COVID. But um, it had like the years on it. Like the coin actually says 20 to, 2020 to 2021. Which was really surreal because I was looking at it and thinking, did it end? <laughs> 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 I like the Last idea that year,
1: you're going to need something to remember COVID by. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you need a little coin. Yeah, so like, in 10 years, you can be like, oh, I had completely forgotten about that. Remember,
1: remember that wacky time period of it's still going on that we had a deadly virus plague the it?
2: It was so weird, and then like the PowerPoint they were showing of like scenes of people, you know, giving vaccines and doing testing and all the great stuff. I mean, because like I, I'm joking around about the coin. Truly, our health department did yeah. an incredible job, especially in this community. I, our health department is really stellar, and they they did an amazing job. So like the people in this room are heroes. They really are, and I don't include myself. I just did my job, but like they're amazing people. But um, they showed on the PowerPoint like. Covid twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two, so they did admit and the PowerPoint that like it did it did sort of spill over into this year, COVID but it in memoriam. That's it does. It, it felt like, like an, an in memoriam. memoriam, and it was very weird because I was thinking like like I was looking at other people in the room going like it's not over right, and they they were going like I didn't think so. Was <laughs> it just like was there music in the background? Was it like
1: Green Day's "Time of Your Life." <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was
2: it was vitamin c it was a surreal experience it was like it was weird because not everybody had masks on but at the same time the don morris room is huge Mm. and there were only ever like 20 people because it was like a come and go thing and so like all spread like social distanced around the room (laughs) so it felt i don't know it was lovely the coin was lovely the girls were very impressed with the coin oh i'm sure and they did they put the coin they said now we're putting one of these coins in a in the time capsule that we buried recently you know I we just that. buried a time yeah. capsule recently well one of these covid coins is in it and they were like so it'll still be there when we open it in a hundred years and the presenter said of course none of you will be alive
1: <laughs> <Burn>. <laughs>
2: which is a fun energy that's a fun
0: energy Especially when it's something like a ta- time capsule where it's like, we understand the premise. You don't need to explicitly explain <laughs> that none of us are going to be here. That's kind of the point. Like, we get it.
2: Well, you never know. I'm holding out hope. <laughs> <laughs> don't count, also, don't if, count me out so fast. As if in
0: a hundred years, this time capsule and this coin is going to teach people of the future about the COVID pandemic. <laughs> like, oh, wow. No. Have you ever heard of this? I,
1: I googled the word on this Coin and there's a wild story here.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Some some future medical history podcast will be able to tell the story of COVID because yeah. of that coin in the time capsule.
2: They will. They'll be like, what is this that happened in 2020 to 2021 that ended definitely that in year? 2021. Mm-hmm. That ended in 2021. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, again, I don't want to seem ungrateful. It was very nice. And it was also, it was very cathartic, I think, for the the room of people were all feeling the same things and making the same jokes and sort of like, I mean... Because no no one feels that it's over, but it was nice to be recognized for how hard it's been. Right. Mm. So, anyway, how nice. I'll show you my coin if you want to see oh, it. Thanks.
1: I, I'm sure that after the past couple of years, everybody that works in in uh, healthcare has every right to a somewhat dark sense of humor. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's true. It, that already sort of exists in in the medical world, and mm. this definitely mm. deepened it.
0: I got a coin on a necklace, like a, it's a medallion, but it's basically just a big coin on a necklace mm. for graduating from the Honors College. And then I get another one next week for my scholarship. So instead of having a lot of cords at this graduation,
2: is, I just have two medals clanking <laughs> against each other as I'm walking across big metal. the stage. <laughs> Do you Now, is the medal, is the Jaeger medallion still made of the same material? They don't say that anymore. Because they used to say that it was it, not made of of the plane that broke the sound barrier. They pretty much Chuck insinuated Yager. it's made of the plane. Well, but it's, I don't, I mean, my understanding is it's not made of the plane. Like, they didn't tear the plane apart to make medallions. <laughs> but they made it out of the same material that the plane was made of. Well, yeah. But just, like, what, like, just
1: like, oh, it's made of metal. Planes are too...
2: Plain metal I, well jaeger metal i guess it was special metal <laughs> <laughs> special metal it was right wasn't it special metal that the we should know this we're we're jaeger scholars named for chuck jaeger two years of college of sound, was sound a barrier pandemic for me i don't think it counts um i don't know Yeah, i don't know i thought the plane was made of special material
0: did it require special metal to break the sound barrier is it like a key like, Aha! <laughs> How do you
2: both not know this? Don't you to, like take a class?
0: <laughs> well, they did give us his biography as soon as we were accepted into the program and told us to read it because we'd need it for the rest of college. <laughs> well, back, I, I've never read
2: it. Back when I was a scholar, the general was still was still with us, and he would come to symposium and show that movie about him. And it may have been mentioned in the movie about him. I don't remember. We did, but that. I did see it four separate years, so you would think I would remember. <laughs> It's a lovely medallion. Mm -hmm. Has my name on it. Mm -hmm.
0: There, I was very tempted to. Is our coordinator asked us what names we wanted on them? I was like, I understand why you're asking because some people go by different names maybe than what's like in the system. But does that mean I can just tell you I want whatever, like whatever name
2: I want on here,
0: like a nickname?
2: Yeah, and she was like, I mean. I guess. Like, do you just want it to say Taylor Swift? And I, yeah, like, be like I,
0: what, something cool or memorable, not just, like, the full name. Get one of your guinea pigs' names on it. And
1: then you can yeah. just tell people that your guinea pig won a major award.
0: Oh, my gosh. I want it to say Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> like, no, no, I don't have a medal that belongs to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That would be amazing. This one belongs to my guinea pig who completed college on an advanced scholarship program.
2: <laughs> yeah, good move. It's a great guinea pig.
0: Yeah, it's a great guinea pig. Um, no, but it does just say Riley Booth Smurl. So I I got nervous.
2: Didn't you'll go you'll be goof. glad it has I your know. name on it someday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm i sure if I could find mine. No, I know. If you could find it. No, I know where mine is. Although mine. It's like mine the COVID has...
0: coin. You find it and you're like, oh, right. I forgot I did that. <laughs> I forgot I was a Jaeger scholar.
2: No, I, I know where mine is.
0: Um. I also, in addition to completing college... You're very busy with another project. Yes.
2: It's a musical. (laughs) It's a musical. It's Into the Woods. Uh, Can I tell you, last night... uh, (laughs) So Justin's out of town on tour, and Mom came over last night to... uh, we were out of bubble solution for the bubble guns that, that she had gotten the girls. And so she was bringing the extra bubble solution and just seeing if there was anything she could do to help me out. And I was like, no, I'm going to get them down. And then I've got to watch into the woods again because we're talking about it tomorrow. And then I went, I don't know if I need to watch it again. I've seen it fairly recently. I think we showed it to the girls, but mm-hmm. I've, I've watched it fairly recently. And I was like, I don't know if I need to watch it again. I've seen it so recently. I feel like I remember it all. I don't know. And mom was like, oh, well, Let me tell you about it. Mom, I love you, Mom. I know you're listening. Mom stood on my front porch and recounted the entire plot of Into the Woods to me last night. Yes, she did. It was so cute. It was adorable. And she just, I mean, she did. She told me the entire plot of Into the Woods. So just in case I didn't have time to watch it last night. Mom walked me through the whole thing. It was a very dad thing to do, to be fair. That is a very dad thing to do. I'm surprised mom was the one to do that. Mom walked me through the entire plot of Into the Woods last night. I don't know.
1: I feel like they're sort of merging in certain ways. Because now mom will tell you about somebody that you don't know that died.
2: Yeah. This is true. Yeah. I think that happens. I, I made a joke yesterday at that event and i told justin later like i realized as i was saying it like this is such a justin joke i don't even know why i'm making this joke this doesn't sound like me at all but this is something justin would say and it popped into my head and i said it <laughs> <laughs> i don't uh-huh i just think that happens you spend enough time with another person and that you just you fuse you become it's one fusion yeah. is what it is yeah <laughs> that's what happens um
0: no now it's time for me to recount the entire plot of into the woods for the next 35 <laughs> minutes
2: <laughs> it's long It's long. Um, Well, it's plot heavy. I shouldn't say, I mean, it is long, but it's also just like a lot happens. Yes, there are many characters, many storylines.
0: If you're unfamiliar, it's a musical that first came out in 1986 um, and then became very, very popular on Broadway and all of that. And then um, was turned into, well, they filmed a stage production of it with the original you know, Broadway cast that was released. But then it became a major... A major motion picture Mm -hmm. in 2014.
2: This musical is the same age as you, Tay. I was thinking about that.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that. It occurred to me. Into the
2: woods years old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it is essentially a bunch of grim fairy tale, like Grimm's fairy tale stories. Not grim. I mean, some of them are are grim. (laughs) Um, Those original fairy tale stories kind of melded into one big. It was like the original crossover Yeah.
2: It's like that. What's that TV show where they have all the storybook characters, but it's like a drama.
0: Oh, once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like once upon a time. Um, But musical. I don't think they sing in that.
2: I don't know. It, I, to be fair. I have seen so many commercials and like pictures and things on Facebook from that show. And I think I don't even know if it's still on. But it feels like the kind of thing where like I see it and I'm like, oh, gosh, and roll my eyes. But if I watched one episode, I would probably be in for the whole thing. Oh, like yeah. I wouldn't be able to stop. I'd be like, well, now I got to keep
0: watching. Got to get into that. Um, but yeah, it's Cinderella, Little Red, Riding Hood, Jack and the Beanstalk, the baker and the baker's wife are just as essential to the story. Are they from anything or are they just a baker and a
2: baker's wife? Was there a fairy that, tale that was just about a baker? That is a fairy tale. Is it? Okay. Well, I don't know that one. I believe I believe the baker's wife is what it's
0: really. I think. Well,
2: I just know it then from
0: into the woods the musical. <laughs>
2: You keep talking. I'm gonna double check myself right there. Did I make that? Um, I thought it was an. I thought that was an independent. I mean, story. that
0: would make sense because they all are. I guess in my head, I just thought it was like a character they created as a plot device, kind of tie everything together. Um, Rapunzel's also up in there. The first act is all happy. They all have these wishes, these things they want. They sing about them. By the end of act one, they all get what they wished for. That they went into the woods to get, but then act two happens. Everything falls apart. Mm-hmm. A lot of people die in this musical. I'll say that up front. Um, I think more than half of the
2: people in the in the show do die by the end of the musical. <laughs> yeah, that was part of mom recounting it. it was like here are the only people left alive at the end and then she was telling me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i want I, I want a definitive list of like the highest body count in a musical because I know this is up there i, I they're definitely higher ones uh, but. <sighs>
0: Les Miz
2: has got to be up there with it, too, right? Yeah. A lot of people die in Sweeney Todd. Okay, no, I made this up. The baker and the baker's wife were invented. Okay, see, that's what I thought, is
0: they were just, like, characters that were created to bring them all together. Because they are the characters that, through all of Act One, are trying to find all of these other fairy tale characters to complete this potion so that they can Mm. have a baby
2: but they don't like they are living within the world they don't it's not like we're in search of fairy tale characters no, no, no yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah they coexist with the fairy tales um but like they're looking for a cape that's red so they're looking for a little riding hood they're looking for a cow that jack in the beanstalk jack has this cow a gold slipper comes from cinderella so they're the ones that are like finding everyone and kind of bringing it all together and rapunzel's hair and rapunzel's hair yes that's right
2: cow is white
0: as milk the cape is red as blood the hair is yellow as corn the slipper is pure as gold Mm -hmm. there you go um everything in this musical sung by the way a lot of singing Mm -hmm. and a hard one and a hard one Sondheim really rest in peace he made a hard musical
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) well I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say he was very talented he was very talented (laughs) that was kind of his
1: thing though right like all those musicals are all very complex musically
0: yeah Mm -hmm. um but it's really cool because I I should note we are currently the reason mom was able to stand there and recount the entire plot of Into the Woods is because we are currently doing a production of Into the Woods. <laughs> I wanted to make that very clear. We're not just a family that's very into Into the
2: Woods. Uh, I mean we well, are. We we are. How many times have mom and dad been involved in productions of Into the Woods? This is now their third. So, um, yes, <laughs> this is now
0: my second. Um, but we are currently doing a production of Into the Woods i am playing cinderella mom and dad are are directing this production mm-hmm. um it is very cool once you're actually like learning the music to see all of the recurring like musical themes that are in almost every song and all of the lines he's written to like call back to other moments in the show that belong to other characters and like all this kind of stuff um it is a very complex musical but when you actually get to like get into it it's even more complex than it already sounds mm-hmm. it's very cool also got a really fast song in it that was one of the fastest before Hamilton happened. Um, they're all trying to blame each other. It's called Your Fault. Very
2: fast. Very oh, hard. yeah. I remember that one. Yes. We um, we wanted to do a version. Of, this is a story about Into the Woods. We wanted to do. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you cleared <laughs> it. <glad> it wasn't. <laughs> We, when uh, we were young, when Justin and I were young, Taylor, you were young too. Riley, you did, you did not exist yet. <laughs> I didn't um, exist. That,
1: you that. Chronologically, yes. Where did you get it with this?
2: Uh, That's a weird story. <laughs> we were part of a children's theater group, and the children's theater group had a youth advisory council, yeah, the, the YAC, as we called it. And Justin and I were both on the YAC. Taylor, were you ever on the YAC?
1: Absolutely not.
0: <laughs>
2: I don't like the derision with that which you said this. That very much this. had the tone of nerds, <laughs> <was> Friggin' nerds. <laughs> we were. No um, further comment. I think Justin was president of the Yak, and he would like preside over the meetings with a turkey baster that he would like pound on the table. Real? Did he? Are you making that no. up, or is that real? That that's real. That sounds believable. It's Justin. That's fair. Yeah. Um we had a lot of fun. The Yak was a lot of fun. (laughs) We had a lot of fun together. We were trying to push to do a kids show, which, like, like a junior show. Uh So, like, I mean, it was a children's theater. Obviously, we did shows with kids in them, but we wanted to do, like, specifically a junior show, which is, like, a shorter, cut down version of a a regular show. Yeah, And we decided we would do Into the Woods Junior, which is essentially just the first act of Into the Woods. Yeah. But we watched Into the Woods as... A reference for uh-huh. this so we all are sitting in this was our basement back on belmont
0: mm-hmm.
2: watching into the woods all together mm-hmm. um singing along with it of those course. of us who knew songs um and it's very long and that was the main thing we were all sort of like gosh this is too long it's so long and so the songs that the print the song the princess sing about agony mm-hmm we created our parody of how the show is agony because the show is (laughs) so so long. (laughs) This is agony. And we sang that for years, like Justin and I in our marriage reference (laughs) singing. I feel like I've heard that before (laughs) the agony of into the woods because it was so long. I don't feel that way now as an adult, but as a teenager with a limited attention span who also was in a, like a room full of fellow theater people of various, like, um, I don't know. Uh, Uh, Yeah, like theater's a place for, I don't know how to say this in a way that's appropriate. Wait, where are you getting with this? Everybody wants to make out with each other. Oh, okay. Oh, like the band kids. Yeah. And so like in a room of of, like teenagers and we're all there together and like we're supposed to be watching a movie. Like nobody wants to watch a movie. We all all want to make out with each other. So like that was the energy under which we... You know. This was not my theater kid
0: experience, I would like to know. In the same town with the same children's theater organization, I did not have this experience. Really? We were friends. We all hung out. There was maybe, like, usually a couple that was dating that also was, like, would do shows and they would come hang out. Mm. But there was not an energy where we all wanted to make out with each other.
1: I I, I cannot relate to any of this. I, <laughs> I, I did backstage work. I hid <laughs> in the shadows. I kept it myself. <laughs>
2: That was always the I mean everybody was always talking about like we were all like open and cool and you know left leaning people so like we we talk about sex we talk about our bodies like oh, we're all open about stuff We talk this about stuff. rent. Yes. <laughs> I mean no, no, like like it we was we were liberated. Musicals. We felt liberated and like I mean this was the same energy in show choir. So Oh my gosh. But yeah, but anyway, we watched Into the Woods and we thought it was agony because we wanted to make out instead of watching Into the Woods.
0: Yeah, I know it's pretty long, especially like usually in a show. In my experience, the second act is already shorter, but not by a ton. It's just like you get through the first act. It's like, wow, that was good. In the second act, we're like getting to major plot points, wrapping things up. Into the Woods is like an entire show in the first act, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, here's 45 minutes of destroying everything that just happened in the first act as act two. You're welcome. It really
2: does. Um, Um, But we will get more into that. Oh, oh, you're you're going to do it, huh? You, oh, but I have to say the other part. Uh-huh. Okay. But first, let's check the group message. Oh, I thought you were just going to say,
0: but first. And I was going to say, let's check the group.
2: Oh, well, you I don't know. You th- uh-huh. I can't believe we've messed up so badly. Um, yeah,
0: theater kids. What's... <laughs> we
2: missed our cues. We, we got our, our cues, lines we wrong. We messed up our
0: lines. I'm really disappointed. Of all the episodes to do this, I'm so sorry to everyone listening. Um, but you know what? I didn't goof up. That's um, a Mother's Day present. <clears throat> for our mom mom this is where you stop listening because we're going to talk about mother's day presents and i don't want to spoil it mm-hmm. um and i i was trying to think of something good to get our mom something that would uh you know make her happy she likes sentimental gifts she likes you know something very emotional the cry gift if you will um and that is why i went to Storyworth because mom has lots of stories mom has lots of things to tell Including the entire plot of Into the Woods. And Storyworth gives her the opportunity to share all those stories and all those things about her life that we may not otherwise ask. Because every week, Storyworth emails your mom or other relative or friend a thought provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought of, like, What's some of the best advice your mom gave you? Or if you were to do it all over, what would you do differently? So Storyworth sends these questions to your loved one. Uh, They compile all those questions and stories, including photos that your loved one can choose to include, into a beautiful keepsake book the whole family can share for generations. So if you're looking for a meaningful gift, even not for Mother's Day, maybe for a birthday or some other holiday coming up, really any time of year where you're looking for something meaningful to give to someone that you just want to know more about, that you know would enjoy sharing about their life with you, StoryWorth is a great option. So Tay, if our listeners want to check out StoryWorth, what should they do?
1: Well, give all the moms in your life a meaningful gift you'll both cherish for years, StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash stillbuffering. That's storywort dot com slash stillbuffering to save $10 on your first purchase. Once again, storyworth.com slash stillbuffering.
2: So uh, I'm I'm feeling a little tired. I'm dragging a little bit, Me too. and I know why it is. I know why because even though I, I I'm having my coffee, coffee is not enough to get you through the morning. You need breakfast. Mm. A good mm. feeling breakfast is a great way to start your day to have energy to you know make it to lunch when you can have your next meal. The next meal, uh, and it, you want a breakfast that's gonna uh, give you a little bit of protein because getting some protein in the morning is also a great way to feel good throughout. The day and magic spoon provides you with cereal that also has protein. Mm -hmm. What a wonderful way to get your protein in in the morning with a yummy bowl of cereal. Um, It has zero grams of sugar. And like I said, 13 to 14 grams of protein uh, in each serving. So that's a that's a great uh, start for your morning. And it it's yummy. Um, like cereal often is. It's gluten-free, it's grain-free, it's soy-free. So if you have certain things you've got to avoid in your diet, it'll probably tick those boxes. Um, You can build your own box. It's available in um, flavors that you you can build your own custom bundle. So they've got cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple waffle, blueberry, and cinnamon, and the newly reformulated honey nut flavor. And then you can mix and match if you want to. If you want to formulate your own box of cereal, like mix some cocoa and some peanut butter together. That's a classic yummy combination. Um, we love Magic Spoon in this house because, as you may know, my, my husband is a cereal aficionado. And uh, Magic Spoon is a, a yummy cereal that also gets some protein in there, too. So, um, so it's, a, it's a whole filling, yummy breakfast uh, that you can treat yourself to. Uh, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out Magic Spoon, what should they do? Well, they should go to magicspoon.com slash buffering to grab a
1: custom bundle of cereal. And be sure to use our promo code buffering at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. Again, that's magicspoon.com slash buffering and use the code buffering.
0: So, act two of Into the Woods. (laughs) Uh, basically we end act one Big song ever
2: after And like Everyone's happy ever and after And all the classic fairy Like Cinderella's with her prince mm-hmm. Rapunzel's with her, her prince. prince The baker the, the baker and his wife Their whole story is that They want to have a baby They want to have a baby And they're and pregnant
0: A witch has put a spell on them To make it so they can't have a baby Because it's something the baker's dad did Stole stole her magic beans mm-hmm. So curse their family And now they have made this potion Where they can have a baby so, so that's good. Uh,
2: it Does the giant, did Jack kill the giant at giant's the end of the back gone. the giant's gone. Jack got a
0: gold egg uh-huh. and a uh, harp, yeah. and now they're rich because they stole from the giant.
2: And Little Red Riding Hood has been liberated from the wolf. Freed from that wolf belly. Yeah. Now has a wolf cape instead of a red cape. I think that's everyone.
0: The stepsisters got their eyes pecked out. Yeah. Yay. That's in the original Cinderella Yay. fairy tale, apparently.
2: Oh, and the the um, witch became young and beautiful. But lost her powers. Yes. As happens in these stories. Yes. The witch, originally played by Bernadette Peters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, There's a lot of love for Bernadette Peters in this house. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh,
0: she did an amazing job. Um, I can understand all the love for Bernadette Peters. But, yeah, they're all happy. And Act 2 starts, and I mean, pretty much the whole... It's a show full of moral lessons. Mm-hmm. I mean, every once in a while, the characters just kind of walk across the stage and share, like, an adage to the tune of music. Um, so basically, all of Act 2 is like, hey, be careful what you wished for in Act 1. Here's what happens when it comes true in Act 2. Buckle up. Giant's wife comes back. Said, you killed my husband. What's up with that? Give me the boy that did it. That's Jack. Mm-hmm. Jack's on the run from the giant so they give Jack to the no giant. <laughs> they, and that's the show and the giant it's a five minute act a little boy. where oh. they hand over Jack to the giant he's gone and happy ever after everyone lives happily ever after No, <laughs> um, they all sing a song <laughs> they all sing a song we're happy Jack's <laughs> gone <laughs> give me the boy Okay. okay <laughs> fair. is that that's all you wanted okay we don't know this boy um, none of us really know him. He's been in the same scenes as us, but we don't acknowledge each other. So, okay, that's fine. Um, no, the giant destroys everything because giant's big. So giant steps on the entire town. Mm-hmm. Castle's destroyed. Baker's wife, Baker, house destroyed. Little Red's house is destroyed. Everything's smooshed. The baker's
2: wife hooks up with a prince.
0: Baker's wife hooks up with Cinderella's prince. And then in like all the classic horror movies, because they were naughty, she dies <laughs> it's
2: yeah brutal. yeah it is brutal
0: yeah he doesn't which i've never really liked um he just kind of disappears and then ends up hooking up with uh rapunzel no sleeping cinderella. beauty oh sleeping beauty the end of the musical rapunzel's prince has left rapunzel well rapunzel dies uh <laughs> rapunzel's prince has now chosen snow white and cinderella's That's prince right. has now chosen sleeping beauty oh
2: no the baker hooks up with cinderella no
0: well you i think the, no.
1: the play is different than the movie is what i'm guessing because in the movie the last thing you see from rapunzel is she rides off on the horse with the prince and then yeah the, and then the, the last thing you see from the prince is that sort of forgiveness scene between him and cinderella that they'll always love each other but from the distance
2: mm-hmm.
0: exactly so
1: the play yeah, and the- for them, yeah
0: in the musical rapunzel is running from the witch because i mean it's like in the rapunzel story the witch has you know kept rapunzel up in a tower rapunzel's running from the witch now that you know she's free and looking for her prince mm-hmm. and while running away from her the giant thinks that this is the boy running towards her that she's looking for Sinner or rapunzel gets smooshed okay sad I'm, ge- I'm getting all the
2: stories rapunzel's confused dead. yeah
0: um so, yeah, they both end up with different princesses. I Okay, I, I see what you mean, because by the end of it, the baker's wife is dead. The baker's alone with his baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rapunzel, or not Rapunzel, too many people. Little Red and Jack are both without parents now. Yes. And they are with the baker. Mm-hmm. Um, Cinderella's prince is gone. He's not dead, he's just gone. And Cinderella's alone. So it's the four of them alone with these children that yes. they're caring for. So, in a way, the baker and Cinderella are like... C- co-parenting that that
2: was these, that's, these orphan children that was the implication <laughs> yeah like i that i felt like was there sort of i'm maybe yeah. not romantic but sure. they're kind of like in it together now
0: yeah those are the only four left by the end though so and the baby and
2: Five. the baby that's a rough, rough. show that kills yeah. that many people yeah a few people
0: just kind of disappear um like which kind of you know yeah. Yells at all of them for being selfish and tells them this is basically, you know, you all did this to yourselves and just kinda of, poof, she's gone. She yeah, she just poofs away. Um Yeah. Jack's mom dead. Very sad.
2: It it really is that was always the hard part for me. The music is so great. Um there's a lot of funny parts. Yes. You know, it's very a clever. A lot of funny bits. Um but it's so sad.
0: Yeah. Um, it is very dark, uh, especially towards the end.
1: I feel like all the, the loss is all in service to the sort of lessons that the play is trying to get across, you know?
0: That's true. And to me, the best song in the whole show is No One Is Alone, which happens towards the end when Cinderella is trying to comfort Little Red, who has just lost her mom and her grandma, and the baker is trying to comfort Jack, who has just found out his mom is dead. Um... So they're both singing to these children about how no one's really alone. It's very sweet, oh, yeah. So I mean, even though we've lost all these people by this point in the show, no one is alone. Sometimes people leave you halfway through the wood. <laughs> that but exact don't agree line with you.
1: always
2: makes me cry. I know. I can't. I know. I know. I can't think about that. I. You know. This is the. Um, I never I always thought it was kind of sad but like as an adult I found it so heartbreakingly sad maybe you're tearing up right now I know shut up maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's cuz I'm a mom I don't know maybe it's the yeah. mom the the idea of like leaving my kids and someone else singing to my kids just makes me like want to vomit so no. <laughs> I will say also like, like it makes me so sad so and sad scared I <laughs> well, just, Yeah I mean like I'm it makes sad. me Gotta like, get it out I have like a moment of just like panic and fear and existential dread and I, I feel like I'm gonna vomit so I anyway. will say it
0: also got a little bit tougher after Stephen Sondheim passed away mm-hmm. and that was one of the songs that people went back to to kind of like sing in his honor it's about how you know sometimes people leave you but no one leaves for good rough man yeah I can't handle When we this. started working on this show he hadn't passed away no. and then he he did it was like oh man <laughs> now it's just totally it takes on a whole different meaning um you know
1: I do I love like the sort of subtle picking apart of like fairy tale dynamics like especially with the witch's song this was I think this was the first time I really listened to her lyrics the last mm-hmm. midnight and then, mm-hmm. you know like how much it's like you know there's always a witch there's always a bad guy that you can blame everything on but you're the ones that caused all these problems you know you're the ones that right. th- that are looking for somebody to blame fine you can blame me but you're all causing your own problems
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, it does a really good job of like subverting those those narratives. And and like cuz in a lot of those we joke about how like those old fairy tales, they really were pretty gruesome. Um and a lot of the, the moralizing in them isn't necessarily what we'd want to tell our kids today, you know. Yeah. A, a lot of the ideas of like doing a bad thing and getting punished for it yeah. aren't aren't really the lessons we teach children now, which are more like I mean, I was just telling I Charlie and I were just having this conversation this morning about you know there's no such thing as like a good person or a bad person that we're people who do we all have the capacity to do good things and bad things and we all make choices and just because you do she was upset because she had she hadn't listened to me about something and she was like I'm a bad girl and I was like no you just yeah I wish you had listened to me. I hope next time you will. Charlie you, yeah, gets but mad at
0: herself when she doesn't follow rules.
2: She does. She beats herself up and she'll immediately jump to that. I'm a bad girl. And, and I try really hard to reinforce the idea that, like, no, you, I, I don't think that was the best decision to make right now. Yeah, I make bad decisions, too. Yeah, We all do. We're just humans.
0: Yeah. Um, which is very fitting that the last song of the whole show is Children Will Listen. Yes. That's like the whole whole ending Mm -hmm. bernadette peters again coming back to share that with us yeah um
2: which is true mm -hmm. i mean like and, and i think that that again underscores why those fairy tales and i mean we talk about it a lot i think in terms of the disney movies and like i know in 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 my little family it becomes a lot of talk about the representation of women and like what a woman can be and The older movies that sort of limit your options (laughs) in terms of like you kind of wait and sing and chat with birds until a guy rescues you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, that's why I feel like this musical, I'm always, I'm caught, I know it's, you know, not a recent musical, but I'm always caught off guard when I remember it's from 1986 because it feels like, act one is very much kind of following those stereotypes from typical fairy tales like cinderella is you know at the ball falls in love with the prince the birds help her get there and then you know falls in love and gets married to the prince um but act two kind of just subverts all of that and Mm -hmm. and gives women agency over their own lives and even i mean a character like the baker's wife she has an affair mm-hmm. and like sings a whole song about how great that prince is and how she wants to like you know have fun with a prince while also having like her baker and her baby but you're know, going back and forth about like what you should and what you you know would do um that's i feel like was i mean it's pretty modern to have a woman mm-hmm. singing about like having agency over who she wants to be with and yeah what she does with her body
2: Yeah. I mean, it it definitely is a very modern idea and it it is something that, and we've talked about stuff like this on the show before, we accept in male characters Mm -hmm. because that's always been, men have always been given multiple dimensions and allowed to, kind of like men have always been allowed to not be good or bad, but Mm -hmm. be somewhere in between and capable of redemption at any point. And, you know, women aren't. Which Traditionally.
0: reminded me, I wanted to note that usually in every production, the wolf and Cinderella's prince are played by the same person. Mm. In all the stage productions, they're written to be played by the same person. And if there's an option to add a second wolf and that second wolf will be played by Rapunzel's prince, which is uh, interesting to me because they do paint the princes to be. I don't want to say the bad guys, because I don't think there's anyone in the show that's intended to be like the bad guy. I think that's kind of the point that there isn't. Um but they're definitely kind of portrayed to be jerks that mm-hmm. aren't, you know, doing nice, good things. Um, but they're only ever identified by the woman whose prince they are, which
2: is that's interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, Even with the, I, I, I really like the, the Little Red Riding Hood wolf part, because I think that song she sings afterwards, it's not like just, oh, you strayed from the path, you did a it bad. It's like, well, I saw a bunch of cool stuff, but... I also get eaten. It's not like fully the the moral end of the story. It's kind of like yeah, there are people that will lead you astray in life. Being led astray isn't always bad, but it can have consequences. So you know,
2: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, exactly because it's reflecting that choices are never right, wrong. Well, I don't want to say never. Rarely right, wrong, good, bad. It's a specific scale. There, there's a lot more like risk benefit mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's it's a balance yeah yeah um, um yeah i think the princes are probably by today's i don't think you would have said this in 1986 but by today's standards we would say they're sort of like toxic masculinity yes which is in and of itself is not their fault per se well, he, the Cinderella's prince says, I was raised to be
0: charming, not sincere. Mm. I, he pretty much says, like, hey, this is just like a product of our society, man. Like, That's just <laughs> who I was told I was supposed to be. Sorry.
1: I, I do love the way that the, the movie films Agony.
0: Think. Oh, me too. I don't know if it was
1: originally meant to be that comedic, but it's very funny. <laughs>
0: They really play into... I mean, they don't change the words or anything. It's all the same, but they really play into the idea of toxic masculinity and these guys just being so obsessed with themselves that they're like... I mean, it's Chris Pine just mm-hmm. like ripping his shirt open in a waterfall singing about how he's in agony that this princess <laughs> doesn't love him. Oh, man, it's so good. There, there are several things about the movie adaptation that I will say that I don't necessarily love. Um, it, it's just whenever you're turning a musical into mm-hmm. a movie... That started as a musical and you're not just filming a stage production, like you're changing it to be like a motion picture. I feel like there are always some things you lose. But that is one of the things that I I do very much enjoy about the movie version specifically. Yeah. And I mean, Meryl Streep is the witch in the movie version. So there's also that.
2: Which I mean, I feel like it was a good choice in the sense that if you're going to if if Bernadette Peters is the standard. And, and you're now- not
0: going to use Bernadette Peters. <laughs>
2: I think Meryl Streep is the only other option you've got. You know, like then there you go. Because nobody is ever going to watch a Meryl Streep performance and be like, "I'm disappointed." Yeah. <laughs> like, nope, that was amazing. Okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah. D- just you two, though. Right. <laughs> just Meryl and Bernadette. That's it. <laughs> if there's somebody else at some point, I'll let you know. But for now, just you two. Um. Well, that is why I'm very glad of all the musicals
0: that there are very few where you can watch professionally filmed stage productions just like you know out there you can buy them rent them or whatever watch them um i'm glad that this is one of them that you can because mm-hmm. i there is the movie version and i think for a lot of people it makes the story more accessible um who maybe be people who wouldn't typically go see a musical but would go i mean it was a disney movie so mm-hmm. who would go see a disney movie i don't know if they did a good job uh conveying that it's not for kids because it does say that it has Cinderella in it, and it is a Disney movie. Yeah, they don't make it clear that it's not not for babies.
2: Um, no, I I think that's always been uh, difficult with Into the Woods because the first act is very much for kids.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want, if <laughs> you're gonna bring Charlie and Cooper, you should bring them for Act One and leave it an intermission. Like that's how this that's how it ends. That's how the
2: story <laughs> Are ends. Are you kidding? Me? Everyone's happy. You think Cooper will let me take her out of you're there right. before the blooding starts? Cooper would love that. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that get squoshed and smooshed. People get their eyes pecked out and people get squoshed. She is going to love this She's show. She's gonna
0: love that. You're right. She's gonna the giant's gonna be your favorite character. The lady giant <laughs> mm-hmm. in act two. She's gonna love that.
2: Do you know how many games on Roblox involve somebody, some sort of beloved character being a murderer? And I know because Cooper all. I know them because all. Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Anyway, I'm just hoping she wants to go into medicine and not <laughs> Killing. Serial killer. Not serial killer.
1: Maybe writing. Maybe fiction.
2: Yeah, there you go. She actually, you know, she told me this morning she wants to be a storyteller when she grows up. That's good. Wow. That was the word she used. Story storyteller. Teller. I um, said, I said, like, books, movies, wow. TV. What do you want to do? Like, how, what, how are you going to write the songs? Like, there's so many ways to tell stories. Cut out was letters
1: like, from magazines glued on of paper. <laughs>
0: cryptic messages that take decades to decipher that I send to newspapers. Yeah, you know.
2: (laughs) Some will be smeared in blood on walls (laughs) of abandoned houses. It's Um, like an
1: ARG but it's reality reality.
2: (laughs) Just an RG? (laughs) (laughs) No, she just said just a storyteller and I said okay.
0: That's good. (laughs) She's good at telling stories now. She is.
2: She told me a very long story this morning. Yep. Um,
0: but yeah, thank you all for, for watching Into the Woods with me. It's, it's certainly not, I want to say it's not a fun watch because I do think it is enjoyable, especially if you're someone that likes musicals, um, as we all, I think, do. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is, I mean, it does get sad and dark, very meaningful, deep towards the end. Um, obviously if you're going to watch it and you haven't watched it, there is death. So, I mean... You don't, like, watch anyone die, but there is, you know, yeah, characters die. do die. Um, so that's something to keep in mind.
2: But, yeah. yeah, but the music is wonderful, and like I said, it's very it's very clever. It's fun. It's an enjoyable thing to watch. Just mm-hmm. sad.
0: And, again, I would recommend that if you're going to choose one or the other to watch, if you like musicals, I would recommend that you watch the Bernadette Peters version, <laughs> not the Anna Kendrick James Corden version. Um, yeah,
2: I would echo that.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, they both have their... Merits, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Ever i since, smoking like such a theater. Ever snob, si- no, I'm sorry. Their- ever since James Corden was one of those dancing mice turned people in the new Cinderella. Mm. That was like an Amazon Prime exclusive. Uh, yeah. I just can't. I can't watch anything he's thought, in without thinking about him as a, my, a mouse person. I thought you were going to say when he was in Cats. That, movie. too. Yeah. That, too. I was going to say, is that, that's when you drew the
1: line, the, the mouse? <laughs>
0: uh, both. Honestly, I forgot he was in Cats. Oh, cats See, now movie. I can't stop thinking about that. And he's the baker in Into the Woods in the movie. And that's, like, the main character. So he's in, like, everything. And all I can think of is him in that CGI cat costume or the CGI mouse costume.
2: <laughs> my kids love that Cats movie. <laughs> it's so that sad makes sense. oh no they love
1: it. how many times have you watched it
2: I don't want to think about how many oh, times I've watched <laughs> it and then they were all disappointed that the whole thing about the the butthole cut did you hear about that people oh yes it was a joke that there was a that they had to edit out all the CGI buttholes from the cats mm-hmm. and they were saying release the butthole cut <laughs> And Charlie and Cooper were like, we want to see the one with the buttholes. I was like, there is, that's a joke. There isn't one. There. They still sometimes ask, can we see the cats with the buttholes? I'm like, no, there isn't one. And why do you want to see that?
0: Hey, you know, Taylor Swift's in it, too. So. This is true. She wrote a song for it. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. It is a good it, song. It actually is a good song. So there's that. She's always, come. we're always within one degree of Taylor Swift. <laughs>
2: Sydney, what's next? Um. You forgot? How do I do this every time I decide what I'm going to do and then I forget before the end of the... Ah, okay. Next time, (laughs) we're going to talk about the movie Mermaids. You go. You decided 46 minutes ago what you were going to do. Listen, there's a lot going on in there right now. It's just a big, it's a big jumble. Anyways, Mermaids. Mermaids. The movie Mermaids starring Cher. Uh, Not involving
1: any actual mermaids.
2: No. No. It's great. Uh, thank you, Riley. Thank you. Um, I, I enjoyed Into the Woods. You should, as Riley said, you should watch Into the Woods, or if you don't have time, you could call our mom and she will recount <laughs> the, the plots <laughs> of Into the Woods for and you. It'll only take about
0: half the length of a reel Into the Woods.
2: <laughs> Again, I love you, Mom. I'm just joking. <laughs> She's going to listen and get mad at I me. I know. I know. Oh, no. I know. All right. Well, thank you all. Uh, you can tweet at us at StillBuff. You can email us at StillBuffering at MaximumFun.org and um, you should go to MaximumFun.org and listen to all the great podcasts that are there. I'm sure you'll enjoy them and thank you to to the novellas for our theme song Baby Change Your Mind. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I'm Riley Smerl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smerl. I'm
0: StillBuffering.
2: And, and I, I am you Too. Yeah, give us a little snippet of something.
0: How yeah. <laughs> <wild in laughs> <cases red, blood laughs> is wild, and nephcates, it's red, it's the first period is It's all I got know. All right. We're just into the woods, and that starts like half the songs in the show. Out of the woods. Just into. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Max Fun Drive 2022 starts in just one week.
1: Monday, April 25th.
2: We'll have exclusive Max FunDrive gifts,
0: awesome episodes, bonus content, and
1: you know what else?
0: You'll just have
2: to tune in.
0: We have some tricks up
1: our sleeve. Sleeves? Tricks? Is it plural?
2: We'll catch you next week, the greatest time to support the podcasts you love. Max FunDrive starts on Monday, April 25th.
1: Don't miss it!